Welcome to the Movie Complex Channel Podcast. Here, I review streaming TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite-sized review. Now let's jump into the review. In this episode, Beatrix reveals more of herself to Headmaster Dowling and Silva. She appears to be more sadistic in nature, but to me, it just comes off as being a brat. I don't feel scared when she has personality mood swings or when she tries to verbally intimidate Dowling and Silva. The scene looks reminiscent of Silence of the Lambs, but I'm sure the studio in charge didn't want it to feel that way. After all, this is a wannabe edgy YA show, and that would push the rating to a TV mature or even an R. Which reminds me, this show feels very CW. And hey, that's not particularly a bad thing, especially if you want to grab easy fans and audience view ratings. The bad thing about CW shows is that they can't cut loose like an HBO or Amazon original TV show. Beatrix feels very restrained in personality and a bit watered down. I mean, come on, she's a killer. Let her truly be sadistic, threatening, and menacing. Show her as a real tangible threat, not a brat with a bad attitude. And to me, that's exactly how I felt. The students at Alfea start to train on how to fight the burned ones, and my question finally got answered. Yes! It's like a freaking RPG, and the soldiers are there to protect and fend off the burned ones and give the fairies time to conjure up their magic. That makes perfect sense. Am I satisfied with that? Yes. Yes, I am. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but the burned ones remind me of the Dementors from Harry Potter. But the fight simulations reminded me of X-Men, very reminiscent of the Danger Room. I just want to find out why they hunt the burned ones and have no idea about them at all. They always seem to be surprised every time a burned one does something. They're surprised when they resurface, they were surprised when they discovered they hunt in packs, and then they say, oh well it's rare. And they have no idea what the burned ones want. I'm not sure where they get their intel from, but apparently it's old and inaccurate. Of all the fairy friends, the most disliked this episode is Aisha. I mean, everyone was down for Bloom's plan except Aisha. She snitched to Darling to protect them from themselves. Okay, yeah, even Jiminy Cricket knows that you're not supposed to snitch. I guess Aisha didn't get that memo. The whole snitching debacle is dumb because Aisha spent the entire series trying to gain Bloom's trust and get Bloom to confide in her as a close friend. After this episode, if I were Bloom, I wouldn't tell her squat. She has proven to be not trustworthy and deliberately acted outside the group's interests. If you want to say that at least one of the friends needs to be safety-minded to keep everyone grounded, that's fine. But in reality, the group's bond is only as strong as the weakest link. And in the end, her actions prevented nothing. So Aisha, you get minus 10,000 cool points for ruining the group's dynamics. Oh my gosh, guys, I feel so terrible when I mess up a name, but that child's name is Dane, and I've been calling him Dale this entire time. Well, anyway, his sexuality came into question at some point in this episode, and I was like, why? So he likes Beatrix and Riven. He could possibly be bisexual. So what? Just leave it at that. We don't need a grand announcement. Just let him be, and time will reveal all. And anyway, Riven seemed more flattered than put off by it, and Beatrix seemed to enjoy it. Ooh, child, the music cues were very aggressive in this episode. During the scene where Bloom and Skye were getting more intimate, the music cue was loud and had vocals. I think a better music cue could have been subtle classical music. 
the loud punchy cues really reminded me of the CW, more specifically Arrow. And that's what this show feels like, a mixture of Arrow, Harry Potter, and Avatar. Well, this show ends on a cliffhanger where Bloom is about to meet Rosalind. I can't wait to see how that ends. I give episode five a seven and a half out of 10. Next review drops next weekend. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to get notified on new content. Until then, see you next Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Movie Complex Channel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and share episodes so that I know you enjoyed it. See you next week.